Ugh. Oh, I haven't slept so well in ages. I... Oh, hello there. You appear to have recovered from the effects of the coma ray. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Uh, subterranes, yes. Planet 4-6, eh? Yes, it's all coming back to me now. Where's Marina, by the way? Your Earth woman is quite safe for the moment. Oh, I see. Yes, threats against her life if I don't let you guys operate the randomizer today, eh? Silence, Earthman. Oh, okay. You will have no choice. <laughs> Switch on the machine. Good. A perfect strike. Supposing something should go wrong, nothing will. Unlike Earthmen, we do not make mistakes. Yes, well, I don't want to be the one to bring you down at all, but uh, were you aiming for a Protectors episode? What shall we do? We have no choice. We shall watch it on our television screen. Oh, well, at least you're finishing what you've started. Most commendable. There is no escape. Well, here's Ceremony for the Dead. <laughs> so, welcome back to... Ready, Mr. Roo? The Protectors. When you are. Season 1. The final episode of the first series to be produced, uh, although I think it was aired 6th? We are at a foreign embassy in Malta, I believe, where Harry Rule is, uh, well, he's got the uh, arduous task of bringing in ladies to uh, do a little twirl. Well, Mr. Rule? No, that one didn't pass inspection. We're looking for a particular kind of woman here. Nice Long dark hair. And um, the uh, the chap assisting Harry Rule with this task is none other than Stanley Libor. Lebor? I don't know, but he's a, a very familiar uh, face in, in this period of, of British television and film production. Most famous for playing Howard in ever-decreasing circles. Uh, if you've never seen ever-decreasing circles, do please go and check that out immediately. Sorry. Because not only is it probably more interesting than uh, this episode is going to be, nice girls but he is also one of the, uh, the the finest sitcom actors of all time, I think. Howard is a gorgeous creation. Here is Toby Robbins. She does not look so much like me. Well, that's not quite so important as the fact that she's ideal for the job. Despite the fact that at this moment she's on holiday. This is the lady that we're trying to find a double for now, but... Uh, 3,000 miles in an afternoon. None of the, the ladies that uh, they've looked at so far are quite right for the role. Our whole Air Force consists of three short-range bombers. Short-range. Harry's got someone else in mind. Position of your country means that the big powers are very anxious to be friendly. Why don't we just see how friendly? Now, Toby Robbins, you Space 1999 fans will recognise as Diana Morris in uh, Bringers of Wonder two-parter, but unfortunately there she was dubbed. So you won't recognise that voice if you're not familiar with this episode, but you will recognise the face. Uh, she was the, uh, the man-eater um, former flame of, of Koenigs. Anyway, we're now out at sea. Stock footage of an Air Force, Air Force bang on time. jet overflying the area. There it is. Looks like a very cold day around Malta, and I do like this opening. The way 
we know who this is going to be because we know this show, but we don't say the name out loud. We haven't even seen the uh, the uh, the face on the photo. But someone has bailed out of that jet. We're now going to go over and pick them up. And uh, that uh, seemed to be a, a man being picked up in the boat, but now we're back with Robert Vaughan. It is, of course... Harry, you better have a good reason for this. The Contessa. A very, very good reason. And this episode, as I've said, uh, takes place uh, on Malta. This is a there were a couple of episodes around this time that uh, took place on Malta and they reused a lot of the same settings and vehicles and we're seeing one of them here the Contessa's yacht which is an absolutely beautiful craft it um you know everyone's being served up champagne right, Harry just explain here you are on holiday on my yacht there I was lying on a beach minding my own business just the show makes being wealthy look like so much fun which I know is kind of a theme through a lot of the a lot of the ITC shows but in this because we're on location for real in this gorgeous boat we can really see just a moment how how nice that lifestyle can look and we brought uh, Toby Robbins with us I can't remember her character's name oh Caroline, this is Madame Rue. Thank you. The President's wife. You're a long way from home, Madame. I'm not with all condition. I am staying at our embassy here for a reason. My husband is no longer young, Condessa. For the past year, he has been a very sick man. I've seen the press reports. His doctor. <laughs> press reports saying yes. Old man, quite sick. So you brought him over here? Not yet. Until suitable precautions have been made, I dare not. You dare not? Ooh. There's a rumor around they're going to attempt to kidnap the president when he gets here. Have you any idea who could be behind it? Just they. My husband has his share of enemies at home, Condesa. The danger is from both sides. Ah. The extreme left and the extreme right. Madame Rue wants us to help get the president here safely. So it's a mysterious, faceless... Unseen, unknown, they. Holiday, I mean, couldn't you handle it yourself? Well, I suppose I could, but somehow I don't think the airport press would think that I was Madame Rue when the president flies in tomorrow. Aha! That's why we were interviewing ladies. Dig. Dig. Doug. Yep. She's gonna swap places with Madame Rue. Now here we are at the airport, where her husband is uh, just arriving. I think. I haven't seen this episode in a very long time. I do actually have some reasonably good memories of the uh, the, the Malta-based episodes of The Protectors, at least the first season, d despite me saying that I my memory of the, the episodes of The Protectors that aren't set in the UK is quite fuzzy, but I do remember this one. Um, unfortunately, my abiding memory of this is um, watching this episode with a bag of chips. Um, yeah, I, I sometimes used to finish I do half days at school near the end, so uh, I would get a bag of chips, bring them home on the bus, and uh, I guess I watched this episode when I got in one day. So I don't have any chips today, unfortunately. That's a uh, that's a shame. We could have um, I could have recreated those bygone days of yore. But anyway, the Contessa is now uh, doubling for Madame Rue, looking reasonably credible there, I think. police vans and such around as poor old Mr. President is uh, unloaded from the plane doctors in attendance Harry is watching from a distance but who's this mysterious figure 
just arriving on a motorbike in an orange jumpsuit. Yes, just as the police van was leaving the airport, in come a load of guys on motorbikes, pumping out orange smoke all over the place. Oh dear, bit of a fight. Harry's been clobbered. They've stolen the police van with the Mr. President in the back, I think. I mean, we're only what? Well, we're coming up on 10 minutes into this. Uh, I, I think I'm keeping track of it so far. It's not always easy with the protectors. But yep, the uh, police van has been snatched by our motorbike gang. Now further up the road, two of the gang have peeled off, leaving just the driver. Ah. And who is this at the wheel? Who is the motorbike orange-clad fiend? We're upright, Caroline. Like a trip on a steel trampoline. Aha. Don't blame me. Blame Harry. He said to make it look good. And that's not even the real president in the back of the van. That's a decoy. Oh, and here he is. Throat blocks for the ambulance. On an island this size, we shouldn't have too much trouble. Oh, that, do you know who that was? Do you know who that was? That was Charles Thake. Yes. Now, Charles Thake, very important figure in the Andiverse. He was um, that guy. Uh, oh, I can't remember the character's name. He was the villain in The Investigator. Yes. And he would have got that role off the back of his performance in this episode, which amounted to those three lines we just heard him say. So, um, when you mentioned the threat, of obviously, you know, you know, he delivered those three lines so well that clearly the Andersons were going to have him back for the Investigator. Uh, either that, or he was possibly the uh, only English-speaking actor that the Andersons had any contact with while they were filming this. I suspect the latter. One of us to help in any way we can. You are very considerate. This was a, a decoy to distract the real kidnappers, put them off the idea if they think that uh, the uh, the president has already been kidnapped or killed or whatever. And all seems to be going well so far. Harry's satisfied. Madame Leroux is satisfied. And Paul is now about to drive the uh, hijacked ambulance, no, police van even, off a cliff. Uh, you know, it's a bit different from the old uh, the white jag going off the cliff in uh, The Saint and the Baron and all the rest of it. We have an actual real police van that we're just chucking off this cliff for real. There it goes. Quite a, a spectacular and uh, ambitious shot for, uh, for a location unit. But what's this? An ambulance? Followed by a mysterious black car. Presumably this ambulance contains the president, for real. Oh, there's black cars on all sides. This is a real ambush. Oops. Oh. The nurse has pressed the panic button. Oh, ambulance driver was actually putting up a good fight there. He got... He, he, Dored one of them in the face and kicked another one over before he uh, got taken out himself. Oh, don't hurt the nurse. Who's this lady? I don't know. Yes, sir. Harry, what is it? Our ambulance is in trouble. You're nearer. Get down to the marina fast. Oh, and here's the introduction, at least on the randomizer, of a fabulous new protector's vehicle. Uh, 
I mean, I say that, it's not really. It's a... Uh, the ambulance is in trouble. Come this 4x4 four four go-kart thing. There's one in this episode, and there's one in another Malta episode. Uh, it was all over in Leipzig, which is a different colour, so it's not the same vehicle specifically, but it is the same model. And it's a lovely image that the protectors just pile into and out of this 4x4 this four four go-kart thing. I'm not sure what the... The, the name of the vehicle itself is, but it does look very cool. I call it the Protectomobile. But, uh, you know, it's only in two episodes, I think, which is a shame, because uh, I, I rather like seeing them plowing their way across the country in this thing. Speedy as well. There's Contessa and Paula in the Protectomobile, following the ambulance, which is now arriving at a marina. Not my marina, or our marina, I should say, but uh, just a marina. Gonna transfer the... We've been called out on an emergency. Oh! oh, well that's what he thinks of that. No emergency for you, we're gonna put our kidnapped president on your boat. And take him out to sea. Is that what's happening? No, they the president was already on the boat. I'm losing track here. Right, so he's being transferred from the boat to the ambulance. Oh dear. Oh no. So many people that I don't know. So many extras. And they must be extras because none of them are saying anything. Are uh, piling into the ambulance. Um... Well, I'm at a loss to explain how the protectors were already in contact with that ambulance before it even had the president's body in it. But regardless, the president's body is now in the ambulance. Um, my earlier reporting that it was was false, but now he's there for real. Everything might be okay. I don't know. The embassy. This way, please. Coming to the car. Okay. Oh, dear. It's all gone a bit pear-shaped. And not just my comments. We were too late. They've got the president. Who are they? I still don't know. Is that the ambulance? The emergency signal's still working. Ah. Let's go find them. Good thing we knew they were going to hijack that ambulance specifically. But never mind. Into the Protectomobile. Oh, I love it. I love it as well that um, when there's three of them in there, Paul, in this case, gets to just uh, sit very casually in the back seat. And here's a very dangerous shot as well. Um, they they park this thing right at the very edge of a cliff, and it's Vaughn driving. So if he'd put a, you know, if he'd hit the accelerator instead of the brake, that could be all three of the show stars plunging to their doom like the ambulance. It looks very high. They've uh, followed, oh not the ambulance, the police wagon, but they've now followed the ambulance to a castle of some kind. Ah, uh, they must be in the house. President is a sick man. We don't know how sick. Can we risk a straight break-in? Negative. Keep it under surveillance, Paul. They have to make contact sooner or later. Right. Oh, and here comes the ransom note. Delivered by hand. I'm to go alone. No mention of a ransom. No. Oh. It's risky. Not much My mind ransom. is made up. I do not know what their demands will be, but... If I do not do what they ask, they will kill him. I must go to my husband. Hmm. Well, Harry and the Contessa seem to smell a rat here. As Madame Rue heads for the uh, 
the rendezvous. Paul is still there keeping an eye out. So Madame Rue's putting up quite the struggle as they take her up to the house. I'm still not sure who, sure who they are. Paul's very confused by the whole thing. But here comes the protector of eel. Naridon Porter nearly banged her head as... Uh... Has she gone inside? Yes. Oh, <laughs> and Vaughn nearly broke uh, Tony Ann Holt's leg the way he parked that protector mobile. Oh, dear. So, we're now launching our assault on the house under the cover of uh, um, late afternoon. Yep, luckily it's uh, guarded by the, you know, those guards who can be felled in one short karate chop to the back. Uh, I think Harry might have broken that guard's neck. I can't really tell, because uh, it looked like he was sort of um, kneeing him in the bottom. There's these two guys out having a smoke. What are our heroes going to do to them? Throw the rock over that way. Hey! Ooh. Here comes a third one. Oh! <laughs> oh, he wasn't prepared for return fire from uh, Harry and Paul there. This third guy's like, oh no, don't shoot me, don't shoot me! Ooh. Took out one of the cars there. That's it, our third man has been shot, and shot, and falls very slowly off the tower. And again, these must be local performers. We're not even letting any of these people make uh, make noises as they uh, fall or die. But there goes a boat. North Africa would be my guess, less than five hours away. We'll need a fast boat to catch that. Yeah, at least 30 knots. Does the Protectomobile turn into a... Uh... Oh, no. It's okay, we got him on the radar. Good. Who are you? It's just a guy with a boat. But Harry and Paul and Stanley Lebor, who has had disappointingly not much to do during this episode, which is a shame. Anyway, this is the Mi Amigo, the boat that uh, Harry has uh, found to follow the the boat with the kidnapped Monsieur President. And again, some nice location filming around the, uh, the, the the coast here, but it looks like another very cold day. Probably shot on the same day as the stuff that I said earlier was cold, in fact. But Harry and Paul made, yeah, very good time in this boat. The two, uh, oh no, three guys... Oh, they didn't have much choice. ...giving up. But who's this body in a bag? Madame Rue was... Yes, he's dead. Oh. How long ago? When did he die? About an hour before I contacted you. Uh... Three days ago. Yes. Oh. You've been through it all for a dead man. No, I think we've been through it for one very much alive woman. Yes, alive to the possibility of taking over from your husband. He had to buy time. Mm -hmm. He had to keep the president alive as far as the world was concerned until you could arrange to seize power. A week would have been enough. Oh, right. Replace the police chief. And the army commander? Okay. And then an announcement that the president is dead, a state funeral, and by then you're too strong for anyone to challenge you. 
I got a question. Why didn't you take him to the clinic? With your staff in attendance? Your secret would have been safe. Yes, with my staff in attendance. Oh, yeah, that's right. We had our doctor. He was in the ambulance. It wouldn't have been cool. Good old Allah doctor. You gave me the idea. So, um, why, when she showed up at the the baddies' house, were they so rough with uh, getting her inside? Why did it need three of them to drag her in, kicking and screaming? I don't know, and I don't much care. And uh, it's kind of a, a, a an unsatisfactory way to end the episode. And it happens with with some episodes of the Protectors, where you don't really find out what's going on until like the last minute, like 30 seconds before the credits roll, suddenly you get all this stuff dumped on you. Ah, so anyway, we're at the airport. Oh, excuse me. Harry, Contessa, and uh, Guy who just left. Stick around for a while. I'm going to take uh... We're going to have a drink together. I, I suspect that might be the uh, unexplained guy with the boat. I'll bet you would. Golden beaches, long gold I mean, they could have asked Charles Thake for some help, but... Uh, Charles, oh, it's Senor Caranti, isn't it? That's who he plays in the uh, investigation. Quiet little dinner under the stars. Yes. You don't want to, uh, you know, a little Charles steak goes a long way. Waiter. Oh, Caroline was arranging to go off with. You do well, huh? <laughs> boat guy, anyway, I guess. Ah, so what can Harry do? He's got a spare drink. Mr. Rule. A spare ticket. Waiting for you. Yeah, I won't be needing it now. I'm flying out soon. I'm very sorry to hear that. And a lady. She has legs. And a smile. That chauffeur-driven car. I'll take it. What's your name? Julie. Julie. Well, it doesn't matter anyway. I'm kind of uh, new on the island. Uh-huh. And um, I thought maybe you could show me around some of the sites. Uh... Take me to some art galleries. A very good friend of mine recommended this uh, this painting to me. Anyway, that was The Protector's Ceremony for the Dead, and uh, I kind of like that one. I like that it um, there's a lot of nice uh, action pieces and, and stunt work, you know, with the scene at the airport and the hijacking and the van going off the cliff. It's, uh, there's some nice visuals in this episode. The story is, uh, okay, not very satisfactory in the end. But uh, it did introduce us to... Of course, Mr. Charles Thake and the one and only Protectomobile, always one of my favourites.